This is Jeff Cross and welcome to the November 21st, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. I'm going to repeat a request. Please share this podcast with 10 folks. Don't be embarrassed. The quality is good. Quick hitters. Over the weekend, Disney fired their CEO, Shopek, and replaced him with the old CEO, Iger. Evidently, a year or two of woke was enough for the owners of Disney, who had seen the stock price lag behind the S&P. The stock price jumped about 9% on news of the change. Anonymous sources say Trump is angry that Republican insiders do not want him to campaign for Herschel Walker in Georgia. I'm sure if he campaigns for Walker that Trump would get an adoring crowd and think he really helped. But the focus would be on Trump. Walker should want the focus on the Senate and that Warnock will side with Schumer for an agenda that Georgians would not want. Trump should stay out of the race. Attorney General Garland appointed a special counsel for Trump's retention of classified documents and issues around January 6th. Some complain this is related to Trump declaring for the presidency. I think the DOJ wanted to wait until after the election, at least for the classified documents. Why no special counsel for Biden and the allegations surrounding shady business dealings with his son? Congressman Hakeem Jeffries is the favorite to replace Pelosi as leader of House Democrats. Note, he is an election denier. He repeatedly said Trump was an illegitimate president. Is it bad to be an election denier or only if Republicans do it? Asking for a friend. Senator Warren of Virginia, Mark, not Elizabeth, says Trump was right about privacy concerns of Chinese-owned TikTok. TikTok is one of many things I do not understand. Is it basically an indication that we want others to witness our lives? Seems like a lot of young ladies want people to witness them braless, so I'm told. I link to an article by Kip Jones titled Dutch Government Issues Shocking Announcement About COVID Masks. The opening line is, quote, Government officials in the Netherlands will not ask citizens to wear masks as they say there is no clear evidence that doing so would slow the spread of the coronavirus, end quote. Michelle Obama says that Americans were not ready for her natural hair, so she straightened it while in the White House. Please listen slowly. I don't care about Michelle's hair. Small stories like this make me wonder what passes for intelligent conversation among the elite. They may think we care and talk about how we care and talk about how it is wrong that we care and that she cannot wear her hair the way she wants. But we don't care. Moving on. Likely Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy says he will keep Eric Swalwell and Adam Schiff off the Intelligence Committee and Ilhan Omar off the Foreign Affairs Committee. I'm not sure of the history of speakers preventing the minority from choosing their own representatives on committees, but believe it is rare. Pelosi removed several minority members from the January 6th committee, so she set a recent example. My thoughts. McCarthy says that Swalwell's relationship with a Chinese spy would keep him from getting a private security clearance so he has no business being on the intelligence committee where he would see sensitive intelligence. Okay. 
In my opinion, Adam Schiff lied repeatedly as Intelligence Committee Chairman, and I do not trust him with the nation's secrets. I think he is awful. In fact, I wonder if a psychological profile compared Trump and Schiff, if they might be surprisingly close. So I am fine with him getting the boot. I find Ilhan Omar to be a different case. McCarthy's reluctance to allow Omar to be on the Foreign Affairs Committee has to do with her alleged anti-Semitic views. I'm not sure I needed to say alleged, but those are views. The people of her district elected her with those views, and her party selected her for the committee with those views. Views can be criticized. Views can be a reason to try to make Omar an ex-congressman. I don't think views are a reason for the speaker to interfere with minority representation on a committee. Democrats will complain about this violation of minority rights, not allowing these three congressmen on the committees. Republicans will say, you did it to Jim Jordan and another on the January 6th committee. Democrats will yell, that is whataboutism, and I will yell, rules for me but not for thee. We have seen all this before. I got behind this weekend, so I did not research this question. Was the media ever actually unbiased? My recollection is that for a number of years after the founding of our republic, there were newspapers affiliated with the political parties. By design, they were biased. I don't know when we somewhat got away from that, but no journalism had a sensational aspect to it. Some would argue the Spanish-American War of 1898 was fueled by the newspapers. And let's face it, Republicans feel at home on Fox News and Democrats feel supported by the New York Times, Washington Post, ABC, NBC, CBS, NPR, MSNBC, and CNN. I thought of this when I read the Link Jonathan Turley piece titled, What Elephant? AP denies that there is any evidence that Joe Biden discussed Hunter's business dealings. The what elephant comment refers to a trick by magician Houdini who would make an elephant disappear in front of a live audience. Turley says Houdini was only able to do that because the audience wanted the elephant to disappear. And the liberal audience, including the media, wants any business relationship between Joe Biden and his ethically challenged son to disappear because they are both ethically challenged. Turley's essay involves this line from the Associated Press, quote, Joe Biden has said he's never spoken to his son about his foreign business and nothing the Republicans have put forward suggests otherwise, end quote. The AP is alleged to be an unbiased outlet, and yet they blindly support the president despite substantial contrary evidence. I am very bothered by the biased nature of our press and by the attempt to silence views not associated with a liberal viewpoint. But bias is inevitable, and one way to fight bias is to have all be able to share their thoughts. So bias I will complain about. Censorship is where we need to fight. If a group can protect their biased media and suppress alternative views, then that is dangerous. If I had time today, I would go back and look at the great Barrington Declaration where established medical professionals offered alternative thoughts on how to handle COVID and they were shunned. I will get to that in a future podcast. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.